Welcome into the Locked On Racerbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great articles, videos, podcasts, whatever it is doing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Wow, what a weekend, right? What a weekend in sports. We don't want to March Madness talk. As that's always fun, even though it's been kind of boring, though, if you really take it into consideration. We'll get into that as well as some other things going on in Razorback land, dealing with everything, everything that could possibly be going on with the state of Razorbacks. But I do have to start with, I I love this. I, I absolutely love this. I'm here for it. The rumors, the rumors swirling around all the message boards dealing with Mike Anderson and the Arkansas Razorback basketball program right now. Now there is, let me just preface this, a lot of people that are saying a lot of different things that does not necessarily mean it's 100% true, does not mean that it's absolutely going to happen, does not mean that it has any credibility whatsoever. But you know, I'm addressing it, and the reason I'm addressing it is because I got to. I have to. I mean, it's just something that's on everybody's mind and everyone's talking about it. So let me just kind of break it down to you the best way I know how, at least to start off. So, as you know, Arkansas and Mike Anderson's season ended with a 63-60 to loss against Indiana in the NIT. There's no doubt that the season was a big letdown. It was not what everybody was hoping, especially Mike Anderson. And it just really doesn't seem like anything's going to get better next season. At least that's the perception right now. Things can change, but that's the perception. So it all really started where Kevin McPherson, I believe is his name, I know he does some stuff for Hogville and Pig Trail Nation, went on to our uh, noon show on my station called Halftime with Phil Elson and Ty Richardson. And he alluded to the fact of Reggie Chaney considering transferring. That's what he said. Now this started a debate about, oh, geez, here it comes. Here comes the big letdown where everybody's just going to start getting out of Dodge as quickly as possible. Well, when I talked about it, this is funny, because when that happened and I quote tweeted it and I said I wasn't surprised by it, Gabe Osaboyan actually DM'd me on Twitter, as weird as it is to say, and he told me that, hey, I don't know where y'all are getting this, but he's not going anywhere. He's not looking to leave. So, okay, that's pretty credible, I would think, that one of his teammates in a and a guy that's on the team has the audacity to even DM me and say that. I was like, okay, so obviously he would be in the know. So that's really kind of where all these rumors started. Right there is with uh, the possibility of Rage Cheney transferring, which according to Gabe Osaboyan is not going to happen. But then the floodgates kind of opened up. And I'm going to try to walk you through this the best way I possibly can. And I'm not trying not to miss anything. And it's going to sound stupid and ridiculous, but hey, that's what we're here for, right? The stupid and ridiculousness. So anyways, on Reddit, and this is Reddit, they have a Razorback message board on Reddit. And on Reddit, there was a guy who saw firsthand a meeting going on at the Blessings Golf Course between Hunter Juracek, Mike Anderson, and some other unknown person behind closed doors. Now, that's where it all started going on, because people started hearing this rumor. Now, usually when you hear message board crap like this, you just write it off. Just ignore it. It doesn't matter. Who cares? It's over. What does it matter? It doesn't. So you move on from it. Okay. Normally, you would. But then it started getting some traction. 
and he started having other media members, and in this case, Trey Biddy um, from hogsports.com, get on board with it and said, yeah, I've also heard this too, that there was some sort of meeting at the Blessings Golf Course between Hunter Yerchek and Mike Anderson. So that's where it kind of gets to a point where you have to start entertaining this idea that Mike Anderson and Hunter Yerchek had a meeting that was really unknown to anybody else going into it. It doesn't seem like it would be one of those type of meetings where it's just, hey, let's see what happens and how the season's going and let's follow through and, and make sure everything's going according to plan. It didn't seem like it was one of those meetings either. So that started gaining some traction, and people started investigating and speculating it. And then it became known, at least again, this is all, and I mean all, speculation. Then it became known that the meeting between Mike Anderson and Hunter Juracek got heated. There was a lot of emotions in this meeting. So when you hear that, and when people are saying that the third unknown individual could have been possibly an attorney or a lawyer or whoever, then it really starts revving up the rumor mill of this does not look good for Mike Anderson. People also pointed out the fact that Hunter Yurichek on Twitter, as stupid as this sounds, but it is a good point, Hunter Yurichek on Twitter has yet to say anything about the men's basketball team in weeks. He said things about the women's basketball team. He said things about the golf team, the baseball team, the softball team, all the other teams, but he has yet to mention the Razorback men's basketball team. So people started pointing to that as why, hey, there's got to be something to this because it's kind of weird and coincidental that the one sport that he's not mentioning is the men's basketball program. So this is where we're at right now. As I'm recording this podcast, who knows what has changed and who knows what's going to happen uh, by the time that you get the chance to actually listen to this. But that is the latest update that we have heard through the message boards. And again, I cannot stress enough to you all that this is not coming from any major reporting outlets. This is not coming from anybody of note or anybody that I have put a lot of faith in. This is just coming from straight rumor mill, smoke there's fire type of situations. And especially when you have other media members kind of discussing it, you have all of you at least who listen to this podcast tweeting at me wanting to know the latest on it. So I'm giving you what I know and what I've heard. I don't know how true this all is. For all we know, folks, it could have been just Hunter Yurchek and Mike Anderson meeting about the past season and what they're going to do to get better next season. It could have been as simple as that. But I do believe that it is way too quiet on the Western Front right now for not to have some sort of news happening, or at least in the works, here in this week. It's a very weird situation that Razorback fans find themselves in, waiting with bated breath, trying to figure out what exactly is going on with this basketball program. Where is Hunter Juracek's mindset dealing with Mike Anderson. Does he truly believe that he's the man to lead this team, to lead this program to new heights? Or does he want to go somewhere else? Does he want to find somebody else, put his mark by going and getting his guy? Because according to Hogville, Billy Donovan's already interviewed for the job. Of course, we know what we can do with that type of information, but you get my point, is that there is way too many things going on right now and not enough 
things being said from the University of Arkansas administration for there not to be at least a little bit of fire to the smoke that is surrounding everything. And that's really where it comes into play for Razorback fans is because if you start building on this and you continue to talk about it and it continues to get brought up on podcasts and on my radio show and I'm sure people are going to be calling in tomorrow morning wanting to talk about it, wanting to discuss it. If it keeps going and going and going and building and building and building, then eventually some response is going to have to be said. Hunter, your check or whoever is going to have to say one way or the other if that meeting actually happened, for one, and if it did happen, what was discussed at that meeting, and three, what's the future of this basketball program hold? Because I'm telling you right now, folks, which is what we're going to get into in the, other, in the next segment dealing with SEC coaches losing their job, the last thing you want to do if you're Arkansas is feel like that you went from having one of the better coaches in the SEC to where that coach is regressing and all the other programs around you are getting better, which could very well possibly be happening right now. I don't know if Mike Anderson is completely safe. That's where I'm at right now. That's what I am saying. I'm not saying any of that crap is true for 100% certainty about the stories and the rumors and all of that. But I am telling you, folks, that I do not have a guarantee that Mike Anderson will be back next year. I do not have a guarantee that Mike Anderson will even be the coach tomorrow When you're, if you're listening to this podcast. So remember when the timing is. I do not know. The only thing I know is that if fans get loud enough, they get vocal enough, they start enough crap, they start enough fires, eventually they're going to get their way. It may not be this week, it may not be next month, it may not be until next year, but eventually they will get their way. It'll be fascinating to see how this plays out. I never want to say anyone's losing their jobs when it hasn't been confirmed that they're losing their jobs, but again, anytime there is smoke, there will always be fire when it comes to the Arkansas Razorbacks. And I am just so glad that the secret meeting at the Blessings Golf Course has now replaced any secret meeting going on at the powerhouse, as we all knew from the John Gruden rumors way back when. This, my friends, is a lot more fun. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You know, it's amazing that yeah, four teams in the SEC are in the Sweet 16 as of right now. Isn't that crazy? A conference that never really was appreciated or really looked down upon, one that was made fun of all the time because of its lack of ability of national competitive nature, unless you were named Kentucky. All of that is getting thrown out the window. It's now become a conference that is a force to be reckoned with. You have Kentucky, which is really good. You have Tennessee, which is really good. You have teams like Auburn that are setting the world on fire right now, the way they blitzkrieg Kansas. And you even have LSU where they don't even have a coach right now. They have an interim coach working it out. But all of these things right now are going according to plan for what the SEC has wanted. But as good as those teams are and as good as those programs are, things have changed at least a little bit when it comes to the other side of things. And what I mean by that is that you've had Alabama, who has now officially fired or mutually parted ways, I should say, with Avery Johnson. You do have Texas A&M looking for a new coach after they fired Bill Kennedy. You do have Vanderbilt looking for a new coach after they fired Bryce Drew. And honestly, folks, you may have LSU looking for a new coach because who knows what Will Wade's going to do. I will be shocked if Will Wade actually returns next season as LSU's head basketball coach. But 
that's where you're at right now, where essentially three, maybe even four teams in the SEC are looking for brand new coaches. So that just shows you right there the commitment that this conference has to competing nationally at the basketball level. And if you think about some of these coaches that have been fired and you compare it to like the current situation that Arkansas finds themselves in, you really start to scratch your head a little bit and say, okay, so program like Texas A&M just fired Billy Kennedy where he just recently went to -to back-to-back Sweet 16s and they fired him. Avery Johnson went to the tournament last year and won a game in it Made the NIT this year as a one seed, did lose, but got fired. And Mike Anderson in year eight hasn't won a tournament game in three years. Was a five seed in the NIT, and he's staying. He's the co- he's the coach that you're going to be committed to when all these other programs seem to be wanting to pass you by. They don't want to have it a situation where their basketball program is not nationally relevant or if they're just merely making the tournament on occasion, that isn't good enough for them. That's the last thing you want to do if you're Arkansas, is find yourself in a situation to where all these other coaches and all these other programs are surpassing you in a very quick manner. I mean, because there's rumors going around that Texas A&M is going to hire Buzz Williams from Virginia Tech. Holy crap, if they do that, that elevates them greatly. And then there's rumors flying around, too, that Alabama's going to be looking to hire Fred Hoiberg, guy that used to coach at Iowa State. Holy crap, imagine how elevated their program would be. And Vanderbilt, we don't really know where they're at. They may end up getting a pretty good hire. Don't really know at this point in time. But if they're able to hire a big-time coach, then where are you at? Then what are you going to do? Then you find yourself in a situation to where you're really grasping for straws trying to find out exactly who you want to go after if you want to make any changes at all. So the fact that this conference, they've done it over the past few years, obviously, with the additions of Rick Barnes and Bruce Pearl, guys like that, and Frank Martin, coaches that have been able to elevate those programs to next level type of thing. Now they find themselves in a situation where it's like, okay, now they want to be good even though they haven't been in quite some time, so we got to get a coach that's up to that level. We don't want to be left behind. When Alabama hired Avery Johnson, that was considered a pretty big splash hire. But I don't necessarily ever thought it was a good hire. Billy Kennedy wasn't a splash hire, but he had good assistant coaches that ended up putting him in a position to where he recruited really well, and he made two sweet 16s in his tenure at Texas A&M. So it's like these coaches that are getting fired are accomplishing more in the past few years than what Mike Anderson has accomplished. But yet... They're the ones that's losing their jobs, and the one with Mike Anderson in Arkansas still up in the air. That can be worrisome for you if you're a Razorback fan. Because in some way, that is showing that these other programs might be more committed to winning at a high level than you. They are more committed to going out and getting a coach that they will pay big-time money to to come and coach at your school, to elevate their program, a program that more often than not does not give a rip about basketball like Auburn. Auburn does not give two rips about basketball at all, yet they went out and they got a coach that made them care. 
Think about it. They went out and got a coach that made them care about their basketball program because they made them good. Same thing with Tennessee. I know Tennessee may be a little more interested than what Auburn is by and large, but overall, Tennessee is a football school. They're all about football. Basketball is always going to be secondary. Way, way, way secondary. But they elevated their program. Even places like Georgia where they have Mark Richt, or not Mark Richt, that's the football coach, where they have Tom Crean. They have him recruiting at a very high rate, getting arguably one of the best players in the country in this upcoming high school class. So who knows what he's going to do when he gets those recruits in. The conference is changing, and it is changing at a rapid rate, and a rate that's actually really good and really beneficial to all the other programs to be able to make them say, hey, we don't want to be left behind. We don't want to be that program that's finishing dead last every single time. We got to elevate our game too. All right then. So go elevate your game. Go out and get you a coach. Go out and get you some recruits. Go out and try to make your brand a little more special, which I know has got to bother programs like Kentucky, even though they're still doing pretty good. They're still in the Sweet 16. But they're not going to be a one-man army in the conference anymore. They're having other programs elevate their game. Now people are sitting back in their chairs, though, and waiting as Razorback fans saying, all right, Hunter, you're a check. What are you going to do to make our program better? Mike Anderson, are you going to be the one that makes our program better? Because at this point in time, we don't see it. So what are you going to do? Other coaches, other teams are all getting better. But Arkansas, are you getting better? That's the question on a lot of Razorback fans' mind, and that is a question that they want answered quick, fast, and in a hurry. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Razorback podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.